Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, James Pyle. Uh, James, your website is awarenesselevation.com. And uh, I'm excited uh, to talk about self-awareness. And so you're going to have to explain what that concept is. Sure. So uh, in our company, we actually call self-awareness step zero. And the reason we call it step zero is because usually people want to get onto a program. They want to figure out five steps for this and seven steps for that. And all, all sorts of programs and frameworks are great. However, we must first have true awareness of our starting point. You know, much like when we put our address into a GPS, it asks us two things. What is your starting point and what is your ending point, right? And those are essential to being able to develop a life that will lead us to the path we want to be in. Number one, to have total clarity and honesty of where we are actually beginning at. You know, for instance, if I'm out here in California and you're in Orlando and I want to drive to you, I don't put that my starting point is Seattle. Right? I'm going to put Redondo Beach. So I'm going to get accurate directions, right? The other thing is, is to, to start with that end in mind, knowing that I'm going to be ending up in Orlando and then be able to reverse engineer the path there. So this is something also as well that you know, everybody, they, they fluctuate. It's the ebb and tide of self-awareness. Sometimes we're much more aware of our awareness. Other times we are totally lacking awareness. And it's one of the dichotomies of life. Myself, even being a self-awareness guru and being the go-to guy for self-awareness, there's times when I'm totally lacking awareness and being oblivious. And, you know, the important thing to notice in this skill and to take note of is that it is perishable. It's like discipline and it's like a muscle. If we do not exercise it regularly and with focused effort, it will atrophy. So that's what's important to take note there with self-awareness. Yeah. And so um, as, as a practice, how can the average, say, business owner, average person, like, is, is it is it um, exercises? Is it, you know, stopping to, you know, just ponder, meditate, you know, or whatever? Like, what do you recommend that people work into their daily life so that we can start to become more aware? And by, and by awareness, are, are you talking about like, hey, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm coming up. I'm, I'm, it's not, I'm not blind to this, this emotion that I'm feeling. It, 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 am I in the right area for that? Man, I asked a bunch of questions just Yeah, that. it's okay. <laughs> yes, no, maybe you, so. No, I'm you just pick, kidding. You pick your favorite question. Go ahead and answer that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, uh, great questions, all of them. Uh, you know, so when we speak about self-awareness, it's a combination of awareness and mindfulness and just reality, perception of reality, right? And so a few things that people can do to number one, first and foremost, elevate self-awareness. The first thing that we always advise people in is self-assessment. It's we're going to be able to tell ourselves more about ourselves than anyone can. You know, if you were to ask me, hey, James, evaluate me to elevate my awareness. Yeah, sure. I could try to tell you some things about yourself, but there's nothing that I could tell you that you don't already know so much more thoroughly about yourself. So the first part is self-assessment. The second part is, is self-discovery. So once we've done that self-assessment, it's actually digging into that data to be able to uncover and discover these things about ourselves. And the reason why we start with self-assessment and self-discovery is because of the fact that, you know, we as human beings, especially those here programmed in like Western societal upbringing and such, we have an ego and it's tied in with pride. 
And oftentimes, if, you know, if, if I were to ask you to tell you, tell me something about myself or something that you observe, I'm going to get that little defensive mechanism that pops up, you know? So that's why the self-assessment is the key component to increasing self-awareness because people want to be more aware. People want to get answers to things. They want to elevate their life and their, their experience. The key is though, is to be able to frame it to our inner self properly. So we can actually deactivate that ego and that defensive mechanism, and we can actually uncover the truth. As I'm sure, you know, yourself, myself, and a lot of your listeners, there've been times when people have told us something about ourselves and we know it's true. And that's actually usually the reason the defense mechanism pops up because deep down inside, we know that really hits the cord, right? So once a person has uh, done some self-assessment and self-discovery, the third thing we always recommend is to get with a peer. Um, you know, obviously one of the most powerful things is to actually get with a coach, working with a coach to help in this sort of stuff. However, even if you have somebody in your peer group, whether it's a, an employee or a business partner or a trusted confidant, a mentor or a family member, and ask them to frame the awareness suggestions that they have to you in a way that can also help to take away from that ego response and that, that defensive response, you know, rather than saying, you know, Hey, Josh, I see you did this here. Maybe I could say something like, well, you know, Hey, Hey, Josh, I observed this. Tell me about what was going on in your mind or what led you to make that decision. Right. And so that's going to actually help us uncover that. And all of this is really based in Tony Stoltzfuzz's um, coaching methodology. He's sort of like the godfather of life coaching and stuff. And it really is that, you know, as a coach of leaders, of high-performing people, of, of entrepreneurs, everyone already knows their own best answer. Sometimes we just have to, sometimes we just need help from somebody else to ask us a couple good questions to elicit that answer from within ourselves. So that's why it's always great that once we've done some of the self-assessment and discovery, we don't get in that vacuum of being just by ourselves and looking at ourselves. We can then interact with a coach or a peer to be able to increase our awareness more and help us elevate. Yeah. What are the consequences of not doing this work? Like what, how yeah. might this, how might this manifest? How might we experience this pain? How are we getting punched in the nose on a regular basis? If we, if we don't have that awareness. Yeah, totally. Excellent question here. So oftentimes people we're not aware of what we're not aware of, right? Unconscious incompetence, right? We're, we're bad at something and we have no concept of it. Um, oftentimes when people are lacking self-awareness, it, it, it surfaces in frustrations and dissatisfactions with, you know, either our experiences or our interactions with others. Um, one of the consequences can be is that we're just continually hitting our head against the wall and we're not aware of what's going on here, what's causing us to to experience this particular result, what are the things behind it, and what can we do to actually break through that? And also, one of the key areas here that we find most people lacking awareness is, is in regard to self-limitation, self-sabotage, right? Oftentimes, we're just unaware of the fact that we're sabotaging ourselves and we're actually taking our legs out from under us before we can even get going where we need to get going to. So, you know, symptoms can be that, you know, you've hit a wall with your productivity, your, your things have plateaued in your life. Potentially, you kind of feel like that, that, that lust for life and that excitement and that energy is evaporated and you're kind of just going through the motions on things. Mm -hmm. when that's it, whenever that's the case, most likely we need to press into our awareness, you know, and then, of course, the other big indicator of lack of awareness is strictly to do with health. You know, when, when somebody's health is subpar, there's usually some things that they're not aware of that could be contributing to that. And unfortunately, in this uh, symptom-focused, without going off on a tangent, you know, pharmaceutical-driven world that we live in nowadays, most people want to just look something that will relieve the symptom versus something that will actually provide the cure. And that's actually something Anthony DeMello talks about in his book, Self-Awareness, is that actually most people don't actually want a cure. They just want relief from their, their 
symptoms. So yeah. 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 Certainly, you know, if you look at um, trends of what people search for, you know, they don't search for solutions. They they search for, you know, like, for example, like I've had plantar fasciitis for fasciitis for two years now. And, you and me both. <laughs> oh, did, oh, man, it's the vampire bite for runners. I used to <laughs> I used to do long distance running and I've been sidelined now for two years. It just sucks. I mean, I ride my bike. I do lots of other stuff, but still it's like I miss. I Now I, I don't know. If, it's like I, I'm driving down the road. I see a runner and I just say jealousy. Like, oh, man. So, yeah. And, but that's it. Right. So we, we look for, we look for our pains. Right. And we look for, I just want any solution because I want to fix this pain point that I'm experiencing in my life. And, you know, I, you know, and I love um, the metaphor of, you know, uh, physical uh, fit, you know, like fitness or, or performance, you know, athletic performance as, as a metaphor for, for how we show up in business, right. And professionally. And there, there's so many, like, I was just talking with someone about, um, he was a long distance runner and I'm like, man, if you've ever even a half marathon, cause you know, it's long enough that you really start your brain. You really go through that battle of, I can't do it anymore. And your brain says, you are going to do, man, you, I know it's uncomfortable. I know you don't want to right now, but you will do what other people are not willing to do. So you can have what other people don't have. Right. And mm. um, yeah, it's, there's so many metaphor. And I know I, I saw, I was on your Instagram. I see you lifting weights and lifting. Yeah. Some heavy weights. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that post actually, I hadn't lifted heavy in like a year and a half. Yeah. And I've just been really pressing on the biohacking. And I was able to, um, without too much strain, you know, pull 350 pounds almost for two reps on the deadlift, which was <laughs> not bad after almost a year and a half of, of not, not lifting bad, weight. <laughs> yeah, but awesome. you know, you, you touched on some some important stuff in there. Um, actually, I did that Goggins challenge. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it or not early this year. It's the four miles every four hours for 48 hours. And oh, I was cool. sort of battling a little bit of plantar fasciitis going into that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and actually like I was able to run the first 16 miles and then I had so much pain in my left knee. It was so swollen. I could hardly bend it. I just, I had to limp the other 32 miles and walk them. Oh, wow. But, um, you know, you hit the nail on the head there and that is being able to break through our limitations, right? Because just like you said there, that body limitation, that's a self-imposed limitation mm. that actually this vessel is capable of producing more and achieving more than it wants to try to tell the brain that it can't. Mm. And like you just mentioned in there as well, that is when we actually have awareness of that internal dialogue and the fact that, Hey, our brain is going to want to try to tell us to quit. You know, for me, I grew up wrestling. So we ran mm. like all the time. Right. And after high school, I was sick of wrestling. I hated it. And then I'd always, you know, when I'd be running, I'd be like, God, I hate running. Oh gosh, I hate running this and that. And, thing. and I came to the realization that basically I wanted to quit running after like the 20th step every time. Mm -hmm. And then it was just a matter of continuing to take one more step, one more step for four yeah, miles at the beginning it. of practice that's every it. day. Right. And so just pressing into that and knowing that, you know, when we have awareness of that, these limitations are going to want to surface, but it's about our mindset and our discipline to coach ourselves through that push through. That's going to make the difference of achieving our goals in life. Yeah. I can't so. tell you how many times, I mean, you know, being out on the road and running and like, oh man, like I'm running empty, I'm running empty. And all you have to do is, you know, it's not about, you know, Hey, I got, I still have like two and a half more miles to go. You don't think about the two and a half miles. You know, you just like, there's a telephone pole up there, man. I'm just going to get to that telephone pole. You get to the telephone pole and you set a new target, right? It's like, oh mm. man, there's that lamppost over there. There's that fire hydrant. There's that parked car over there. That's where I'm going to get to. And man, you just keep on doing it. And that's how you do it. And that's the same thing happens in business, right? So, you know, if you're, 
um, you know, you're trying to grow your business. And it's like, you know, you got goals that are set for yourself. You've got your, your long range goals. Those are overwhelming, right? But it's those, it's those act- activity goals that get you there. Um, and you have, you know, incredible um, clarity uh, uh, on just, you know, what is it that I need to do today to help me get to that broader goal? Um, one, one last thing on this. I, I was, uh, I'm not a very good bowler, um, but I'm, I'm okay. Right. I can usually bowl like a 140, 150, right. So I'm not going to look like a complete no out there, but I yeah. was telling my son, um, cause he was going bowling. I'm like, let me tell you, let me tell you my secret. I don't aim for the pins. I aim for the diamonds because the diamonds are only like, I want to say like 15, 20 feet ahead of you or something like that. So I can aim for that center diamond. And that's so much easier for me than aiming for that center pin, you know, way, way up there. And sure enough, he came back. He's like, I just had like, it was awesome. It's like for him, he's like, he broke a hundred. I'm like, dude, congratulations. He goes, yeah, it works. Just aim your thumb for that center diamond, let her go. And that's so much, so much easier. So there you go. There's a little life hack. Uh, It's amazing what you learn on the thoughtful entrepreneur. I just (laughs) learned how to bowl better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. And that's, you know, what you're talking in here is the key to life, right? To be able to actually know what the long game is and where mm. we're headed and to keep the focus in the present. And just to be totally frank with you and your listeners, I, I just got off a call an hour ago with my coach mm-hmm. and you know, this is what we were talking about. I've got 50 huge projects I'm working on and I'm making great progress on all of them. But when I stop and I look at the scoreboard and I see how far I am from the end, I'm literally in the middle of my coaching call. And I'm just like, God, I just feel like this and that. And then he's like, well, what do you want to do about it? Well, like, I need to do this, but that's another project that I got to go and do, you know? So it's like being able to focus in and know that it's the daily habits and the things that we're building rhythm in and momentum in and complimenting us for our wins. Because when we, when we focus on that, which we think we're lacking, we just get further from it. But when we focus on that, which we've achieved and we continue to build on that momentum one brick at a time, we get very far over the course of time. I mean, this is like, everybody knows you were talking about earlier um, before the, the show here, um, you know, finance and investing. Everybody knows the compound interest formula that Warren Buffett works on. Few people want to actually attack that in the way they live their life though. You know, to be able to live your life in a compound interest method where you're looking for just that small, consistent, predictable improvement incrementally each day, day in, day out, you know, and, um, you know, just something else to throw in here real quick. Uh, one last thought on this is, you know, even jumping back a little bit to uh, some of the self-awareness stuff. One of the best ways that people, if they think that they're lacking any self-awareness in their life, and this is pretty bold here, but um, a seven-day water-only fast will actually help you learn anything and everything you need to know about yourself and, yeah. for the most part, life. <laughs> you know, yep. you want to elevate your self-awareness? Go on to a water-only fast. You will get aware real quick. I, You know, I haven't so. done seven days. I've done, uh, what's halfway between 36 hours? <laughs> Yeah. So it was halfway yeah. between 24 and 40 days. So I did 36 hours. Um, and, um, you know, one thing I've learned, actually, no, I've done 48 hours. Um, so one thing, this is really interesting too. Um, and, and I think this is applicable is your body doesn't, once you get hungry, your body doesn't keep getting exponentially hungrier and hungrier and hungrier. You just get hungry and then, you know, you're just hungry. It's, it's not like it gets right. more and more and more painful. So your body learns to adapt just like, you know, how you learn to run a long distance. Like it's a, you start off, like, you know, when I started off, I was, you know, I was really a heavy dude. I was, I used to weigh a lot more than I do right now. Oh, wow. And yeah, it was tough running around the block. 
And, but then I did it. And then I'm like, okay, now I want to do it two times without stopping. And then I did it. And then my big goal was to run to the back gate and back in those four and a half miles. And um, it took, it took, I think, but two and a half weeks, three weeks, I think. And then I was able to do it. I'm like, but I couldn't even do it three weeks ago. And, and that's mm. the amazing thing about not just our bodies, but our spirits. And that's the final thing I wanted to close with. Cause I know that sure. um, you, you, you really, um, you share a lot about your faith as well. Um, and I like the elements of what you call kingdom entrepreneurship or kingdom leadership, right? Is servant leadership, giving back, always adding value and be a positive role model. Like, listen, whether or not you're a fan of, you know, any particular faith or, or denomination, man, there's a lot of good personal development across, you know, Buddhism and Christianity and so forth. And the Bible's a great personal development manual, you know, even if you don't uh, adhere to what the local preacher says, you know, his flavor of it or whatever, there's a lot right. of good principles that we can adapt. Yeah, totally. And the key in here, what you're touching on there, and this is what I like to share with everybody is that's, you know, that that's my particular faith and belief set. However, I, I encourage other people to explore this stuff, but I'm not about pressing what I believe on others. Yeah. I think that, you know, it, it's pretty, un, at least to me, it seems like an undeniable truth that there is definitely something out there that is like orchestrating this entire thing that's happening. Mm -hmm. And whatever a person presses into for that or calls that, you know, that's between them and their maker. You know, yeah. uh, and, and also to, to add in here, I'm actually also in the kingdom movement. I'm not a believer in religion. I actually think religion is toxic to people. I think religion is, has caused people to feel less than and not good yeah. enough and subscribe to all these dogmatic principles. I believe in faith. And, you yeah. know, where, wherever a person wants to press into that, I believe that a, a person can in, encounter their creator, just like you talked about earlier, doing some meditation and mindfulness practices, yeah. doing some breath work. That's something I've been actually pressing into over the last month is these really advanced yeah. Soma breathwork protocols where you're doing holotropic breathing for an hour or more at a time. And you want to talk about meeting your higher self and having a wow. divine encounter. You basically do these breathwork protocols for so long that, I mean, I... I'm not even in this galaxy when I'm doing this stuff. It's like, you know, I'm out there and I'm, and I'm getting plugged in straight from the top. And it's just like, I hear our creator talk to me and he's like, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And he's just like, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, okay, done. It's like the quarterback called the plays in the huddle. Now let's go run them. So, you know, just in that movement, the end goal of the kingdom entrepreneurship content that I put out in kingdom leadership is, is that our goal is, is that we want to help encourage others to do business the right way, to do business in the way it was originally intended and created, that really every scenario can be a win-win. It doesn't have to be this thing that we've been programmed, at least here in the Western society, that you know, in order for me to win, somebody has to lose. And it doesn't have to be that way. It can be a collaboration model. And there's enough pie for everyone. Money is like the water in the ocean. Oh, yeah. You could take yes. as many buckets as you want, and there's still plenty left for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so the key here is, is to be able to encourage others in principles and ways of conducting business and doing business that is conducive to encouraging others to create a sustainable business world. The way that things have been happening, as we're seeing, has landed us up in this result of the economy and all this crazy nonsense that we could rabble a hole on for days, but we won't. And uh, just the goal in here, though, is with the kingdom movement and the kingdom-minded business uh, leadership principles is to encourage others in ways to actually create a lasting change in the world so that we can raise up and equip the next generations with a sustainable model for increasing more love and not to just sound all woo woo and foofy and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, if a person, if you try to build a house out of cards on quicksand, your house isn't going to last very long. And mm -hmm. what we found that is when a person aligns spiritually in their faith and you make that the center of your life and of your business, 
then you're actually pouring that deep concrete foundation with like commercial piers to build your mansion on. And it's going to last a long time. Yeah. So that's just what I wanted to share in regards to the kingdom entrepreneurship. Love it. All right. James Powell, your website, awarenesselevation.com. What should folks click on when they go there? What should they, how do they engage with you? Sure. So they can subscribe. Um, we send out weekly emails with tons of free content and information. We have our first digital course that's launching at the end of this month that people are going to be able to get early bird access and major discounts on. Mm -hmm. And I would also encourage people to go to awarenesselevation.com forward slash time. There's a really cool and simple little time tracking practice that we have in there. This is also one of the quickest ways that entrepreneurs especially can increase awareness of your time. And basically, it's a quick little formula to be able to begin tracking what we're doing every 30 minutes for several days so we can elevate awareness of where we're investing our time and then recover that lost time. And the reason we came up with that is because there's two of, two of the most common excuses that people hear everywhere in the world is I don't have enough time and I don't have enough money, right? So, yeah. hey, you don't have enough time. You don't have enough money. Cool. Do a three to five day audit on your time. I'm going to show you where you got some inefficiencies and then we can figure out how you can make more money during that time. And so then you can have more happiness and abundance in your life. So yeah. just wanted to leave everybody with that. They can go there. They can also hit me on Instagram, awareness underscore elevation, or uh, follow us on LinkedIn. I love it. All right, James Bile. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Again, awarenesselevation.com. Thanks, James. Thank you, Josh. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.